Hey everybody, welcome to part three of the Weird World Podcast story of the disappearance and murder of Jerry Michael Williams. In this episode, we'll find out exactly what happened from the horse's mouth. I'm Carrie, and uh, we will be joined by Dean, Aaron, and Jack. Now, we're going to revert to Brian's story. Oh, I thought we were going to revert to Pigland. We're going to speak. <laughs> I am Gray Oristit. What really happened? Brian's story. There is a reporter by the name of Jennifer Portman who works for the Tallahassee Democrat, and she has published some really good articles about what really happened. And they did public records requests and stuff like that where they get actual videotapes and stuff. Of of what? Right. <laughs> that video? Yep. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Seriously? No, no, you no, 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 no. Not that video. All right. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's on the website, as a matter of fact. It's on YouTube. It's on Tallahassee Democrats' official website. Here you go. Yep. But information from Brian about what really happened. So here we go. Ooh, from Brian. Brian and Denise. White people. One of the best friends <laughs> of Mike Williams and his wife. They have actually known each other since preschool. Whoa. Whoa. That seems almost yep. incestuous. What? And <laughs> in 1997. Hey, great year. Uh-huh. Which was three years after they'd married their spouses. In three years. They all oh, went wait. to the same high school. North Florida Christian High School. Yeah. Yep. Big culty. Red flag. Yeah. Brian and, De- and Denise were high school sweethearts. Or, I'm sorry. No, Mike Michael and, Denise and Denise were yeah. high school sweethearts. Brian and Kathy were high school sweethearts. Okay. They all get married. I mean, they, you know, and married they, their high yeah, school sweethearts. Yeah, we yeah, promise on graduation day, let's one day make a sex tape together. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> well, minus one. Apparently, yeah. they had graduated in 1988. Mike was a really good athlete and student council president. He was voted best personality. Denise, of course, was a fucking cheerleader. Best personality. That's just like, let's just give hundreds of people a complex. Everyone gets one. Yep. Denise, cheerleader, voted best dressed. What? Kathy, who was Brian's wife, her maiden name was Aldridge. She was also a cheerleader. Most likely to make a sex tape. She was huh. voted best all around. That's not even a thing. <laughs> okay, is this is gymnastics? Putting, <laughs> they're just putting the word best and then random uh-huh. words after that. Best table setting hermaphrodite. These superlatives so anyway, are fucking were wild, yo. couples from the same high school. Yeah. They grew up together. They were BFFs. They got married at the same time. The baby. And they kind of lived parallel lives from after high school. They graduated yeah. the same year. They all went to Florida State. Ew. Got married in 1994. No, just this whole like timeline of their lives. How it's so like local and boring and Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, I mean, would you want to live a parallel life where you peaked in high school? Yeah. You don't know that they peaked. Girl, they, they peaked were all in high school. Best something, and they, they all went to the same And then they, thing, then yeah. one of them died, and yeah. then the others well, made I've, a sex I've tape. I've literally never jailed. been voted best anything. Did, so. Wow, there's. I guess uh, I haven't there's some therapy going on. Yeah, <laughs> best, that's probably um, the correct <laughs> thing. Brian and um, Kathy, Denise. No, Denise later became really good at murder. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't oh, peak in high school. Best future Bonnie and Clyde got married in 1994. Had babies in 1999. Brian and Kathy had Stafford, and Ugh. Mike and Denise had little Ainsley. Yeah. 
Stafford's not a good first name. Yeah, I'm sorry to I'm sorry, but like But this happened to be sorry. two years after Brian and Denise's affair began. Mm. I'm not Whoa. shocked by that at all. Nineteen ninety seven. So, so not maybe a great year in retrospect. <laughs> well, for some people. For you. Yeah. Good year. Well, I mean, I didn't really I wasn't there. <laughs> Okay. Jack was born in 1997. For those of you who don't get that, I think they figured. No, he was on a drug binge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it's a great year, man. I don't remember it, but uh, he might have been born with a lot of drugs money. in his system, Ooh, if you know what I mean. What? 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 Hold on. What? No. The epidurals were extra strong back in yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? You need no, to there elaborate. There was no epidural. Trust me. What are you talking about? Then what the fuck are you talking about? They give you drugs when you have a baby, FYI. Okay. All right, all right. The way you said it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, I was I a fentanyl baby? I gave Jack a bit of a crack baby vibe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really yeah. And you a bit of a crack. Don't you remember? I you said, okay, I'm ready for my epidural now. They said, Oh no, honey, you're having the baby now. And I said, I do remember that. Fuck. What did, I, what did I say? I believe it was fuck. And I and I booked it. It's probably the first time I I've ever said fuck in it. my life. No, no. <laughs> yes, okay. I had a very clean mouth. Okay, okay. And then you married until your you father. were born. <laughs> it was early in the morning. I'm sorry. Okay, so anyway, now it's the year 2000. Still all the best of friends, Brian and Kathy and Denise and Mike. Brian worked for his father's financial services firm, and he was pretty Ugh. content. In his words, I was somewhat content. Yeah, that's how you want to describe your life. Yeah. Well, he Cheating no, but he was content, content with his secret relationship with Denise. <laughs> that really? Yeah. The was, only thing you're somewhat content with is your gonorrhea. secret yeah. relationship. No, with the way his life was going. I got a wife and a kid and, and a secret, sad, yeah. A girlfriend uh-huh. who happens to be married to one of my best friends. Yeah, whatever. That's that. An itchy penis because we all sleep around. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. When it pees, I scream. Yeah. So it's, I'm somewhat content with this. Yeah. Well, here's a quote from him. I was manipulated in ways I didn't know at the time. Oh. No. 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 Every dude tries to say that. This is something that he told investigators during a recorded statement as part of his plea agreement. By whom? Belinda? Uh He said, (laughs) (laughs) I had a good wife. I had a kid. Just now got got onto it. Just now realizing what you're doing. Really? <laughs> I had a good wife, I had a kid, and I had Denise on the side. This on is, the side, he even uses the phrase. Uh, yep. Well, in trial. Yeah, this is guy. messed up thinking, but in my mind, I had it pretty good. Jesus. Denise and Mike, on the other hand, they were at each other's throats, and she had two million reasons for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Mike didn't know anything about the affair, but he kind of knew something was going on. They didn't. Ha- he and Denise didn't have a great relationship. You keep on sitting on his lap every time he comes mm. over. I don't know. It, it was, was said fine, but that he was unhappy with his marriage, unhappy with his work as a real estate appraiser, which is kind of news to me because everything I've seen up until this point, this is coming from Brian, he seemed happy at work, yeah. right? And all the interviews, you'll see interviews with his boss, and you know his boss has nothing but glowing things to say about him, and he seemed to be this up-and-coming real estate appraiser. Yeah, I've heard that described like <laughs> yeah, and was just doing is that a, great. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah that seems know. like oxymoron. He was one of the highest-regarded real estate appraisers in Northern Florida. Good yeah, that was Leon doing really Kelly. well. 
And Brian also Changed said that he was unhappy with his recently widowed mother. And I don't know what that means what? either. I want to get a new one. Well, Brian <laughs> was, bullshit. was, you know, it when, was not you, his when dad. your father dies and, you know, she could be a little bit needy. There could be a lot of things that he had to help her take care of. Wait, Mike was? I'd, this is Brian's words. His testimony. Brian about, about Mike. About, about Mike, Mike, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the time, about That's the year 2000. Weird way to phrase it. If it's yeah. his dad dying. Yes. Like you'd say, and his dad died. Get over it, mom. I'm sick of you whining. <laughs> and that Mike <laughs> wanted to change a new job, a new town, a new baby. Mm, Whatever. Denise didn't want to because oh. she had the side hoe named Ryan. Exactly. Denise wanted none of these things. Side No new town. Sigalo. And no new baby. So, no. Denise, uh. at this point, things were kind of coming to a head, and Denise was worried that things were going to basically blow up in her face. So Brian like says... Like in the video. <laughs> she had a... <laughs> Good help. What do you mean, Dean? What? Sister what? Frozen. She tells me you took a Frozen break there. We'll, I just we'll asked you a question. You. No, what did you say? I said, what do you mean, Dean? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you don't want to know. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Brian said he doesn't remember who brought up the idea first. But sometime in early 2000, as he and Denise grew closer, Mike became more miserable and pressure began to mount. The subject of Mike or Kathy's deaths started what? coming up in oh, conversations because wow. they're, they're both about, still married. So they're thinking about doing a twofer, weren't they? Or maybe well, they were thinking about which one should we kill? Oh, yeah. yeah Just start talking about like, yeah, things would be so be, much easier okay. if Mike died. Things would be so much easier if Kathy died. Well, well you which know. one's the most insured? Here yeah. We go. Yeah. They, yeah. And Denise was pretty clear that she would never get a divorce. She just she why because she cared about appearances. Okay, so murder and, is better. Yeah, and for real, Mike was an A plus father. Mm. So, okay, that doesn't mean he's not gonna be yeah. after a divorce. So she's necessarily, worried that he would but never then she's taking custody. Oh, I see. She was worried about possibly Whereas Kathy. Take her and leave it with that little <laughs> yeah. Stafford. She wasn't really that concerned. <laughs> little Staffy. <laughs> It's a great nickname. Yeah. yeah. She was worried, you know, something might happen with her daughter and her. And she's, and Mike said she was ultra concerned with the way she appears to the world. Brian believed there was only one way that they were going to be able to end up together. Moida. And they started concocting scenarios. I don't think that Brian could fathom killing Kathy. He said she's the mother of my child. I'll just kill my best friend. <laughs> yeah. He was literally fine with divorcing his wife and killing his best friend, pretty much. Brenda, on the other yes. hand, was like, fuck it. Yes. She couldn't handle a divorce, which is just weird to me. Good yeah. Lord. Most it people is. get divorced. Pussy it's though, not that big yeah. a deal. Baby. Uh, Murdering your husband. Yeah, you're Catholic? okay with murder. And what's my mantra? No, no, no one, one cares, cares about, about you. Nobody fucking cares about okay. you. Nobody right. cares what you do. Just it's do it. It's sad that we know that. It's that's not a good sign, Gary. <laughs> I mean, the only time people do care about you is when they judge in themselves. Yes. I mean, obviously, that's just the truth. I care about all of you. Mm. <laughs> that's Doesn't not what I mean. Like it? it means is other it, people in the world aren't looking at you and judging you and caring about I mean, you. Yeah. You might be. Surprised. Nobody cares what you do. And well, also, no, when in most people, social circle, I, you know, you don't know. Really? Yeah. No. Nobody cares if Kathy gets a divorce. Nobody cares if Denise gets a divorce. Maybe like one or two people, but if you let that... One, two petty bitches. Yeah, drive you to murder, you've got... You've got some yeah. issues. If you're worried about people shit. judging you, 
Hint, hint. People are going to judge you more for fucking murder than they are for divorce. Yeah, that's the other thing. If you are worried about, she's a little logic deficient. You might be a narcissist. So anyway, they like I said, they started they started concocting scenarios. One of the scenarios, both couples would go boating. There'd be an (laughs) accident, and miraculously, only Brian and Denise would survive. (laughs) Damn. But like I said. Brian didn't like that idea because Kathy was the mother of his son and also she didn't have a big boatload of life insurance. So, you know, it wouldn't really behoove him that much to do that. The other scenario was where Brian and Mike would go hunting and there was a accident Mm -hmm. and Mike wouldn't make it back. But of course, Brian would make it back all safe and sound. He's going to Dick Cheney him right in the face. So he said, Denise has this thing where she gets people to do stuff for her whoa, and she whoa, minimizes whoa, whoa, whoa. guilt or conscience or whatever in it. Those are his words. Okay. Some manipulation. Right. Well, yeah. so, so basically, yeah. They're both, they both kind of don't seem like stand up fucking He people. does seem like more of the acquiescent partner. Yeah. Here, doesn't he? Also, like dumb. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> also, and also, bullshit. like, she was the one who would be able to just stand back and say, I don't have anything to do about it. He did it all. Or, you know, somebody would do it all kind of on her behalf and she would be able to deny it all. Yeah, he clearly had something on her. Otherwise, she wouldn't be afraid of him. And she was clearly afraid of him. Well, yeah, because he was going to kill her. No, no, no. I mean, afraid of him also in terms of ratting him out. Him ratting her out. I don't know. She didn't seem so scared of that. She And she certainly didn't rat him out. No. Which so, indicates that she was afraid he could rat her out. I think. I'm I'm sure suggest everybody, that. Okay. Like, okay. When you conspire to commit a crime with somebody, I'm sure all parties involved are afraid that the other person's going to rat them out. Yeah. Yeah. That's so probably she, she, a universal fear. So I, 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 so I think she probably did something overt that he could have pointed to had it come to that. Right? In, in I the planning and, and perpetration of the murder of Mike. I don't know. Because that, I mean... Other than his testimony, I don't know what what there would be. So anyway, Brian's testimony is this idea snowballed. And they began to kind of plot out what they would do. They storyboarded it. It was very intricate. mm -hmm. They did. They did a good job, though. (laughs) About six to nine months before Brian, or before Mike was killed, Brian sold Mike with Denise's encouragement a million dollar life insurance policy. Oops. Supplementing the other two he already had. He already had about $750,000 worth of life insurance. Damn. Brian sold him another million dollars worth. That's so much money. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, how old were That's they? That's a lot of fucking They're money. They're in their 30s. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when you're in your 30s, it's not very expensive. Yeah. So it's probably like, yeah, I want my, yeah, I have a dog. He had a brand new baby. Yeah. I mean, so at that time, Ainsley was about a year old. So he probably thought, yeah, this is a good idea. And I want Ainsley to be taken care of if anything happens to me. What? And it had a double indemnity for a duck hunting mission. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a coincidence, but he put it in, but Brian put it in there. So Brian said, great, got all this life insurance money that we're going to get. If something happens to Mike, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know what I mean? And Carrie just did Monty Python. How did this happen? How is that Monty Python? That's 100% Monty Python because it's their stitch. That's everything. That's every... No, you can't. Every Monty Python was fan was the killing me right now for not acknowledging it's Monty Python. 
Yeah, but that's not only Monty that's Python. That's only Monty Python. No, no. sir. They wrote no. that skit. It's 100% for them. I hate all of you. Brian said we would be together and live happily ever after. And as a side note, we'd have all this money and enjoy a wonderful life together. So, you know, everything's great. Yeah. Peachy. Lovely. Brian said from his prison cell at the Wakula Correctional Institute. Wakula. Wakula. <laughs> Nothing was Wakula about yeah. that. He acknowledged that he was a stupid, stupid 30-year-old. Yeah. Well, so. He's a stupid whatever age he is. Yes. So. <laughs> so, you know, they've been talking about this stuff. They've been having their affair. They've been hiding everything, doing great. He, but, and like I said, he was fine with this. Denise wasn't because she wasn't happy in her marriage. By December, he said it had kind of like reached its boiling point. And Mike was actually becoming increasingly suspicious because, you know, Denise was, you know, a little bit gleeful, cackling maniacally in her sleep. (laughs) No, but, you know, I'm sure he suspected, you know, that something was going on with her. Yeah. And some of the stories, like like uh, explanations of why he would have faked his death and left and everything, was that I get the feeling that Mike was probably a little bit of a stickler when it comes to finances. And so he might have been a little bit upset about missing uh, money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. And something about like her, a credit card going beyond its limit or something, and him like absolutely freaking the fuck out about that. Now you sound angry at Mike. <laughs> well, I know. Now you're like on yeah. fucking Brandy's side. But also, this in most marriages, it's just like normal shit. <laughs> All right. And yeah. she's like, time to fucking murder. But so they did have these things, like, you know, but whatever. So it was a spending <laughs> issue on her point. <laughs> Your sentence just now was they did have these things, but whatever. <laughs> Nothing about that What's sentence finances? conveyed any information whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do the rest of the podcast like they that. Have, like, that great, happened and things I were want due. the transcript of what you actually say next to what you type up. <laughs> I didn't type up any of this. But they have like agreed upon spending limits and all okay. that kind all right, of jazz. Right. But whatever. It's not, But... Everybody who knew him agreed. It doesn't matter what was going on financially. He would not leave his child. Yeah. So nobody believed that anything Denise had done going beyond their spending limits, maxing out the credit cards, whatever, would not lead him to leave Ainsley. Yeah, no one ever. And fake his own death. We're past that. Yes. We we know he was murdered. Okay. (laughs) Good deed. Okay. She reviewed to Evie. Okay. Yes. Now it's their sixth anniversary was coming up in December of 2000. He was wanting to have another baby. Uh-huh. And he was, they were planning a spring trip to go to Hawaii. And, and he's plant his seed. Get her knocked up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Coincidentally, one of his three life insurance policies, the one for a half a million dollars with Cotton States, was coincidentally about to lapse mm-hmm. very soon. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, maybe Mike wasn't going to go ahead and renew this policy for one reason or another. Maybe because he had another one and a quarter million dollars Mm -hmm. life insurance anyway. But kind of Denise and Brian decided, well, you know, if something was going to happen, maybe it should happen pretty soon. (laughs) Before that half a million dollar life insurance policy. Now or never. (laughs) You're getting more, you're sounding like Keith Morrison somehow. Yeah. And maybe. Pretty soon. 
Another thing for Denise was, you know, her daughter's starting to get a little older. She's an yeah. she's a year and a half. It was kind of an issue with Denise whether or not Ainsley was going to remember any of this, whether Ainsley was going to remember her dad. Like her dad's not. body on the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. She or... wanted her daughter to be young enough that she wouldn't remember Mike. So, so this is still Brian saying this. Yes, this is all this, Brian. What this is all okay. from Brian. So on Saturday, December 9th, 2000, this was going to be the day. And they had talked about this. They had planned it out. The waiters were basically going to be that murder weapon. Brian would take Mike before dawn to a secret duck hunting spot on Lake Seminole in Jackson County. Brian knew the lake. He knew the landing he would launch from. And he knew how deep the water was. And it was about an hour away from Tallahassee. And it probably was the best location for what they planned. And Denise would see to it that Mike would go (laughs) with Brian duck hunting that day. They rehearsed their alibis. Everything was ready to go. And something happened. What happened? (laughs) It didn't go on. But some things happened, you know, and then (laughs) whatever. Mike canceled. Wow. Wow. Yep. Mike called Brian and said he had to cancel for whatever reason. They don't know why. And then Brian contacted Denise. I wonder if he knew. Yeah, I suspect. He had a dream. It said that actually Denise got cold feet. What? And she's the one that called it off. Oh. Who said that? Brian. What? Brian says that. Yes. Yep. I thought you just said Brian said Mike canceled. Well, Brian oh. called, no, Mike called Brian to cancel it. Uh-huh. Somehow, some way, Denise was having cold feet. She also. told Mike, no, I don't want you to go hunting today, okay. blah, blah, blah. All right. And Brian had actually made a plan that that morning he was going to go hunting with his father-in-law. What? His father-in-law was going to vouch for his whereabouts, that he wasn't with oh. Mike. Oh, gotcha. when Mike was I thought hunting. this was a kill two birds, one yeah, stone situation yeah. for a second. I thought it was more just no. everybody in Florida goes hunting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That may be true, too. So anyhow, Brian said he was relieved. But he was like, what the hell? We planned this. Isn't yeah. this, you know. We storyboarded it. Yep. We cashed it out. Yeah, we called it. We told a lot of people and we vet, they vetted it. God. Oh, my yep. God. But within a few days... Denise came to her senses mm-hmm. and said, you're right. We got to get this done. She was set to go that day on, on December 16th with her husband for their sixth anniversary to Apalachicola. Apalachicola. <laughs> this was going to be their anniversary trip. And they were going to stay at the bed and breakfast. She basically didn't want to go, didn't want to have to have sex with her husband that night <laughs> and get in a fight about it because... Remember, he wants to have another baby, and she doesn't. So if they go out for this romantic night, blah, 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 you know what happens. They would get... They They hug, and then a stork brings the bee. Yeah, I know why you're doing it this time, but it's still funny. Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. I don't mean you know what happens sex-wise. Yes, uh, Yeah, you did. Mom. I hope you did. I was like, yeah, then what did you mean? It would it would bring about a conversation about I want to have a baby I don't uh, want to have a baby you okay. know, blah, blah. romantic dinners bring about those conversations mm-hmm. <laughs> all right maybe so, your sick world so she decided that day more than anything I don't want to have to go away and have sex with my husband so you got to so, kill him today let's kill him wow. yikes. <laughs> damn yikes damn that's I mean just just say I'm not in the mood the other issue for Denise 
that $500,000 life insurance policy was about to lapse. Yeah. Yeah. So they needed to get this done. I wonder, uh, so they declare him dead six months later, right? Uh Uh-huh. But they declared him dead as of the day he disappeared? Because what if the the life insurance uh, lapses in the interim in between those two periods? Okay. I imagine as of the day he disappeared. Yeah, because for they're going legal to, reasons. Yeah, they're going once to assume, he's declared dead, he yeah. died that day. Yeah, exactly. They're going okay. to assume that's the day that, he I died. I think so too, but okay. Especially yeah. since at that time the assumption is he drowned. Yeah. So. no evidence of him Are being alive. Are you gator? Uh-huh. Either way. <laughs> I got him. You're my So that was the plan. He needed to die that yep. day before they went to the mm-hmm. Gibson Inn. Yep, before I got to open up. Mike, <laughs> that, was, that was a Saturday. You know what Mike did? I honestly didn't know he was going with that. We're going to power through. Let's His just... last night on earth before he died. You know what he did that Friday no, night? No, what's going to make me sad? What? Did he have diarrhea? Jesus. What did that suck? Like he, he went to like he a He rang about. the bell for the Salvation Army Christmas Aww. red kettle collection. Yes, I don't like the Salvation Army. I know, still, but his still, heart's in the right place. His heart was very much in the right place, and then he went home to his wife and baby girl and had an argument yeah. about sex. But his dollars aren't the Salvation Army sucks. Yeah, I agreed. They're uh, super annoying. Sure, but you know, Mike. Didn't They're also know homophobic that. and well, okay. Mike didn't know that. Mike he did, thought they were a good charitable kind of organization. He was doing and he good was, things. Yes. God damn it! Oh, I don't disagree everything. about his intent. Yes. Brian and Kathy, on the other hand, that Friday night, they, they went out went, and watched some porn. No, they got a babysitter for good old little baby Stafford, and they went to Floyd's music store to see a band, Vast. And music store? Yeah, has yeah. live music. Must be. Floyd's music store is the name of it. Just set up right there behind the ska section. Yeah. You'll be good. Don't worry about it. You know, it could be a club. But it's ironically named Floyd's Music okay. Store. Right. And, you know, Kathy had a few drinks and she was tired. <laughs> uh, it's also possible that Brian put a little something. something. Uh, Yikes. Baby, it's cold wow, outside. To make yeah. her sleep a little bit more soundly that night. Quaaludes. Uh, wouldn't he? Uh, okay. Because he's going to uh, disappear in the middle of the. Correct. Okay. Brian and Denise had agreed that they would not communicate. No text messages, no calling each other. Finally, for a someone bit. does the right thing when yeah. they're murdering in, in conspiracy. We're just calling yeah. each other Life. right after we murder yeah. someone. Let's text in between. Is it done? Yes, it's done. Well, before and after, they put a little moratorium on the co- connecting with each other. Okay. Early that Saturday morning, his wife is knocked out, and Brian meets Mike at a gas station. Dean. Geography for you on Thomasville Road near I-10. Thank you. Got it? Thank you. (laughs) Are we in Tallahassee? (laughs) Probably. Okay. Brian told Mike not to call him on his phone because his phone wasn't working. And Mm -hmm. he really didn't want any record of a phone call between him and Mike because... Publicly, he wasn't supposed to be with Mike. My phone's not working. Ring. Hello. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, I'll meet you at the gas station. Don't call me because my phone's broken, okay. basically is what he said. Okay. Mike, of course, easygoing, nice Mike, didn't think anything of it. Uh-huh. He went there, and he led the way in his Ford Bronco. Brian followed him in his lake. white Chevy Suburban. Why would they not go to Lake Seminole in the same car? I don't know. That's confusing. Okay. Because Brian got to get away and leave. I, I know from Brian, but why would Mike say that's weird? You want to yeah, call that's me? True. Why? I've got to leave before you leave. We're in yeah, the same boat. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. Mike gave him reason. I don't know. 
I don't I'm think gonna you're driving. leave halfway through. Leave. I'm <laughs> just gonna jump out of the boat, swim, swim to, shore. to shore. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> they got to the deserted landing and launched Mike's boat. And they did launch Mike's boat. Yeah, I, it was in the water. I, no well, shit, I but w- Carrie, this whole time I've always thought that honestly, I would think he uh, he did like what's his name? That guy in Fresno. That Scott Peterson. Oh yeah, Scott Peterson. Oh yeah. The, the whole story about going whatever. You know, I, I thought I would have thought that they why not just go ahead and do it. At home. At home. Yeah. And then you plant the boat, you you know, you plant the waders and all that well, kind of shit. Well, because for one thing, then there's evidence at home. And, you know, what was, was Scott Peterson going to take his nine-month pregnant wife out fishing? Um, the Utah dude. Remember the Utah dude who took his wife to go on a quick okay. camping trip at midnight? Anyhow. So, Rick. Brian said it was just like any old hunting trip. And <laughs> his plan was, this isn't funny. Okay. His plan was that Mike was going to accidentally fall from the boat while wearing his waders and then sink uh, like a stone, okay. which is what everybody thought happened, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, Mike was wearing those waders, which is kind of unusual because, as everybody said, yeah, Doug Hunters know for safety you don't put on your waders until you get to where mm-hmm. you're going. But Brian uh, insisted. But Brian is saying that he was wearing the waders and that he did fall from he did fall from the boat into the lake. I think he pushed him, mm. actually. And well, of course he did. He's trying to say he literally fell. Well, he got him, he said he got him to stand up. Ironically. And, and he pushed him into the water. Okay. And <laughs> then we know he pushed him. <laughs> but then I think he pushed him. And he said he pushed him. <laughs> My evidence? He said he did. <laughs> Source, he said he did. <laughs> so his plan was that he would just sink, right? Because that's uh-uh. what everybody thinks. You don't wear your waders because you're just going to fucking sink into the water. Yep. Pop. Not Mike. Mike knew what he was doing. Freaking he Michael Phelps of biceps Northern Florida. Fucking Mike hippo. was level-headed. <laughs> was he hippo? Yeah, great <laughs> hippos, swimmers. Hippos are known for their biceps. Yeah, they great swimmers. Those hippos were just like guns. Yeah. Mike was level-headed, and I don't think Mike was a panicker. Mm-hmm. So Mike managed to get his jacket off and his waders off. See, and then he yeah. got I, to the I, I honestly, I, I, that's what I said at the very beginning. I think it's easier than people think it is. Uh huh. Or maybe someone who doesn't, who has grace under pressure, yep. has the ability yeah. to get out yes. of them. Mm-hmm. Well, or just you know, I need to live. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. Or it might be even hard, like physically. You yeah. Might need he's, more yeah, he, strength. He's a strong dude. Yeah. He's got and, hippo strength. He's got and, yeah, hippo, hippo biceps. So Mike may have been panicking a little bit, but who else is panicking? Brian. Brian. He's like hitting with the oar. He was driving the boat. (laughs) Yeah, just... He's driving the boat. He pushed his best friend off the boat. Where he lives? I'm so screwed. He said he didn't know what to do. He was fighting, got his stuff up, probably got back up to the surface, didn't know what to do, so he shot him. No way. With what? A duck rifle? Shot him? Shotgun? In the fucking face. Carry the language. With okay. his 12 gauge shotgun. Yeesh. Yikes. Yep. That's a panic move. Well, and, then, and it okay. kind of ruins the whole goddamn yeah. sure does. Right? He but fell out is... due to a gunshot in the face. All you yep. had to do was poke him with a stick and keep his head under. Like, That's no, all you gotta stay do. under. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Brian said at that point, Mike went under the water. Obviously. And came up on the other side. Surprise. <laughs> so Brian had to. To retrieve him from the water yeah, and drag him to the shoreline. Mm-hmm. 
and then get him into the car. So he got into his truck. Well, he went and he got Mike's truck, backed it to the edge of the lake, put Mike's body in the truck. And in then, Mike's body in Mike's truck. Yes. And then, well, you know what? Put my, uh, might have been his truck. Because did they have a forensic? Might have been his truck. Yeah, probably his truck. They probably forensic Mike's truck. Yeah, I think he left Mike's truck there, put Mike's body in his Chevy, yes. white Chevy Suburban, and and then he said he pushed the boat out back out into the water. Yes. He had a shot. The shotgun that Brian had used wasn't his own shotgun. It was a shotgun that he'd bought from a Florida State University student. So he dismantled it broke it down into pieces and threw the pieces out the window as he was driving away. Yep. So then he had Mike's body in his truck. He drove home because he had to rush home because Kathy was still in bed sleeping. Thinking thinking he was asleep right next to her. And then he had to pretend that, oh, shit. I overslept. I didn't wake up to my alarm because he had arranged to go hunting with her father, mm-hmm. his father-in-law. Mm-hmm. But so, I'm just getting up now, honey. Oh. Yep. No, Damn. she's still asleep. Wake up. I'm getting up now. He pretends that he overslept his alarm. He calls his father-in-law on the phone from their home phone. So there's a record of it to apologize. Oh, he just woke up at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or whatever time called his father-in-law to apologize for oversleeping and missing their hunting date. Kathy was still in bed, zonked out because he drugged her with something. Roofies. He drove to the Walmart, according to him, on North Thomasville Road, if that means anything to you. It doesn't. Where he buys a blue tarp and a shovel. Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> with Mike's body in the back of his Suburban the whole time. Nice. Yep. Nothing, nothing over it, just right there. Hopefully no one walks by. He says he, he must have been a little bit of shock that day because he doesn't really remember all that much. But he said hours later, he acts surprised when he and his dad, Marcus Winchester, find Mike's boat at 2 a.m. the next day as they help search. So it was Brian and his father who actually found oh. Mike's boat uh, is reported as at Denise's 2 a.m. Well, that's what I thought, but I was wrong. Yeah, okay. I probably remember this part. Okay. So, anyway, the whole time, I mean, it's been 17 years mm-hmm. since this happened, and the whole time he's been uh, having lots of conversations with Denise about Mike, but he said he did not tell her everything. She doesn't know that the plan that she came up with, this was her plan that they agreed upon, but she doesn't know that that's not really what happened. Yeah. The plan that she and he agreed upon was that he would push yeah. Mike out of the boat and he would drown. Yeah, we know. She has no idea but that he shot. didn't drown. She has no idea that he, yeah, but you know that he was shot. Uh, wallflower. It's too bad. It's, oh, oh, my God. You yeah. had to shoot him? I mean... No, but he also she's says... A suck, she's a sociopath. I mean, he also says that she didn't know that part, and he didn't want her to know that. Okay, he said he tried to tell her once, but it didn't work out, mm-hmm. she didn't she want So, after he tells them, which is, of course, after he's arrested for kidnapping and planning to kill his soon-to-be ex-wife, he spills all the beans... 
And every he, last beam. Yep. And he's the one, obviously, that leads them to the spot at the end of Gardner Road yeah. where they recovered Mike's buried bones and skull riddled with shotgun pellets. Right, yeah. Yep. So, then and there, the whole alligator theory. <laughs> oh, that was already discarded a long time ago. Yeah. Alligator with Pretty much. Yeah. Well, opposable mm-hmm. thumbs is evolution. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah. He's like the yep. Caesar of alligators. Yeah. Yep. The monkeys, the, the chimpanzees. So, I guess over the years, Brian would periodically go back to the spot where he buried Brian a whole fucking two feet deep just to check, just to make sure he's still there, just to make sure everything was okay. He was worried because this was kind of a remote area and it was undeveloped land. He was worried that eventually it would be developed. Yeah, and that it, Florida. You know, yep. And the that entire construction state crew, would be a subdivision eventually. Yep, that construction would come out there and unearth the body and he considered moving the body but he never did it and he was mm. safe until then um, hey Denise I moved you to your backyard is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> he said the state attorney's office investigator asked him does it ever get to you? He said every day every day he regrets it he so he had a conscience everything every day Denise I think not so much he said Denise had the uncanny ability to live in denial mm, denial? Or lack of empathy? Well, who knows, but he said she basically just acted like the truth that she had lived since 2000, that her husband drowned, was just like she began to believe it. Mm, And that was it. it. Who knows? They, of course, Brian and Denise, waited the appropriate amount of time, five years, before getting married. And they swore. But they, they were openly an item before then, right? I think they, I believe they were living together for years. Yeah, he did they, move in before they got married. Yeah, so yes, it was a little known. bit. But of course, there he was already divorced from Kathy, and yeah. their explanation was the loss of my husband, the loss of my best friend, brought us together, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, they agreed that they would never ever tell. So <laughs> most murder conspiracies yeah. say, "Let's tell in ten years." Yeah, <laughs> agree. Pinky swear. And, but, you know, they talked about it probably a lot, and they agreed that, you know, if one of us flipped, blah, 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 but we're not going to do that kind of thing, no plan. matter what. And But then they also kind of had the thing like, well, if you tell on me, I'll tell on you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah. a little bit scary kind of relationship to be yeah. in, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah, predicated on murder. Yes. Hmm. And they knew that, they could fuck each other at any moment. Whoa, whoa, Not whoa, literally. Whoa, whoa. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Figuratively. Word? Choice. <laughs> yeah, phrasing, yeah. Carrie, phrasing. So anyway, um, after Cheryl got law enforcement back involved, they they got kind of paranoid, and they developed hand gestures. <laughs> so one of their hand gestures, no, it was the letter C for letter Cheryl. C. Oh. To signal, and this whole like, time I've been spelling it like an S. What if her if her name is spelled with an S? That'd be hard. No, it's do. with a C. It's too bad. So like they would like signal each other the letter C. Like let's go talk about Mike. Are you was it carbon tax? I don't know. It's copyright. Is that because copyright? They were afraid that their house was bugged. Oh, well, that's paranoia. Yeah, that, yeah, that's By true law paranoia. So they couldn't yeah. talk at home. So they would make the hand gesture C, and then they would go meet each other, like at the park or something. No, oh my at God. some place that started yes. with a C. Like, meet, let's go to C. Let's talk about Cheryl <laughs> Costco. at Costco. Let's go. No, it's called, I don't even want to try to say it. Go for it. You have to now. Mikasaki. Okay, please don't. <laughs> okay. Mikasaki? No, Mikasaki. M O C C 
Uh, no, M I C C O S U K E E. M I C C O S U K E E. Mikasaki. Mikasaki. No, really? No. Mikasuki. No. no, probably Mikasaki. Is it Native Suke. American or Japanese? Well, I was <laughs> not Japanese. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oddly, it's, it's Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> and oddly enough, this park, it was a park called Mikasaki Greenway. It was across the street from Denise and Mike's house. And uh, for years, law enforcement actually thought that that was where Mike was killed. Uh, why? Thought, I don't know. For uh, some Mikasaki? Reason, they thought Brian killed him there. Huh. Yeah, weird. a great place to murder. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like a murdery place. Yeah. I don't so know. anyway, Brian and Denise not only thought their phone or that their house was bugged, they also thought their phone was tapped. Sure, sure. So and they thought they'd be spied on, so they couldn't do hand gestures yep. anymore. They were really yeah. screwed. And they thought their cell phones were being used for surveillance. So Jesus, they got to the point where they would literally pat each other down. Oh my lord! Oh my before talking, you got a wire. Yep. And Mike's or Denise or. <laughs> Brian said, as time went on, Denise wanted to talk about Mike less and less. So yeah, Kind of a blimmer. Well, what? She <laughs> wasn't well, talking about your murdered husband correct. from many years ago. She just wanted to get on with her life, deny everything. She was very good about you yeah. know, living in denial. Yeah. Brian, however, was kind of haunted by it. He followed every news story. And it became a big story. This became a yeah. national story. Obviously, we found out about it. And they became the subject of international speculation. And it was one of the hottest cold cases in town. <laughs> this is a quote from Brian. She lived, she preferred to live in La La Land, where she preferred she had nothing to do with it. Or she pretended, I'm sorry. She had nothing to do with it. She pretended I was Ryan Gosling and she was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's when their relationship started to fall apart by 2012. They separated. He moved out of the house. Their marriage was basically over. He said she played the victim and made him out to be the bad guy. To the popo? Hello. To the police? No, she never told on him. Oh, uh, okay. Literally, like you when... You mean in their relationship she made him the bad guy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what does that even... What? Sounds yeah. like something uh-huh. to well, do. Well, if you wouldn't have murdered Mike of your own free volition yeah. without me even knowing about it, then we wouldn't be in a situation like yeah. that. Sounds yes. like a dude trained. Wow. No, I don't think she Excuse said she didn't know about actions. it. But, but she played the, the least culpable yes. part okay. of it. And he said that cheating on Mike was the least of it. She said that. No, he said that. Oh, okay. He said her cheating on her husband, Mike, was the least of her transgressions, I guess. Okay, yeah. It does. It is second to murder. He yeah. said her friends didn't know the truth about her, not just the affair, but the way she behaved behind well, closed doors. Duh. Well, we do know about the sex tapes yeah. now. So uh, Yeah. If her friends and family found out, they would completely disown her. Sexually, she was off the charts. Whoa. Oh, my God. So I'm Bury the lead. Assuming, <laughs> a.k.a. that whatever sex tape that the state investigator alluded to. Yeah. Involved. Between threesome with At him least. and Kathy. Mm-hmm. Which again? Fourth, if you, four if you count the python. Which is okay. Who yeah, cares? Sure. That you know, she doesn't mean you're going to be a murderer. She'd be crazy. No matter. She yeah. be a rock star. Who cares? <laughs> so, she finally filed for divorce. Brian became unhinged. As His you do. son mm. was about to graduate from high school, like I said, and he found photos yeah. uh, of his father on his father's phone. 
Ooh. We can only he, guess what these photos look like. Why is he looking at his dad's phone? Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Really? A, B. Who knows? Why do you? It put was that ringing. Shit on your phone? You pick it up. Who knows? But you know, right to the gallery. Or to the gallery, and then the Either subfolder called Dad Sex Tape. The dad <laughs> is really bad at hiding shit, yeah, or the son was snooping through the phone and found some shit he shouldn't have seen. Well, mm-hmm. I believe it had something to do with sex workers. You sh- yeah. Whoa. All right. All right. So no. this is what bothered poor little Stafford, and that's why he decided to move in with his mom full time, okay. which also, you know, threw Brian over the edge. And then, you know, Brian's mom had got cancer. Daddy blah, made a blah, blah, blah. And so he thought, Brian thought, well, as long as I'm married to Denise, that whole marital privilege thing will protect us both, right? Yeah. People think that their spouse can't uh, testify against them, which is stupid. But he also thought once they're divorced, she's going to cave and try to pin it all on him. So I'm going to have to kill her. Yes. So that's why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. She assured him that she would never tell. She literally kept her promise. She never said that Brian had anything to do with it. You sound like you admire her. <laughs> I do not. Okay. But, but she does not fuck around when no. it comes to pinky promises. Absolutely not. To her, <laughs> Correct. To, in her favor, she's true to her work. Exactly. But the one thing they had, to, they, there was, they never had a scenario for what would happen if one of them was arrested well, and revealed what that. really happened. It's a lack of planning. Yep. Shouldn't so for cases. him, it was set in stone. We're never going to tell on each other but of course he was the one that told on Denise so as we know she was arrested and he's in jail for 20 years his part of his plea agreement that was set up for his kidnapping thing was that he would tell them where Mike's body was okay and what Denise tell what he had to do with it he he also was granted immunity for he, his Denise testimony and all the other stuff. No. Testimony against Denise. No, granted immunity for the actual for murder. For killing Mike. In he could return not be, for testimony against Denise. I guess so. I don't know. That hasn't happened yet. But he gave up Denise. He gave up okay. where Mike was buried. And so he's never going to be prosecuted for that. Yeah. Denise's trial is set to begin on December 10th. Yes. Which is next week. Okay. Or last week depending on when you're listening to this. <laughs> so we'll find out what happens to Denise. But that's the story. Okay, well, thank you, Carrie. Um, I don't know what to say. That's quite a story. Do we have any shots in the dark? I think... <laughs> what? Oh, my I God. Think, okay, I think this isn't your podcast. Denise did it. No, 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 no. I'm, no, I'm, I know it's not. I'm saying if we have shots in the dark, my shot in the dark is Denise and mm, <laughs> Brian did it. And they did it for insurance. And they were having an affair. Girl. Which is what I would have said. My shot in the dark is duh. Which is, but here's the thing, as I prefaced at the very beginning of this podcast, that scenario is precisely, other than uh, I thought he was killed at home and not at the lake, that's exactly what we thought happened before we ever found out about any of this. This is well over a year ago when we were first talking about doing this. And uh, we knew. knew. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess also Kathy came forward and said, no, Brian wasn't home <laughs> all that morning. We didn't we didn't really see Brian. He left on so December sixteenth, two thousand. Yeah. And we didn't see him until five o'clock that night. So So his alibi wasn't as airtight as he thought he mm-hmm. was. Sounds it's a like, little bit and it's a little bit odd to me that Kathy 
maintained her friendship with Denise. Like that is very weird. Odd. So Kathy may have been in a little bit of denial herself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she she may not have realized. Oh fuck, my husband killed this guy. But you know, and she may have. Like I said, <laughs> I'm like sure I said, she not, realizes it now. It's not any great detective work to have thought what happened happened. I thought it was. Uh, of course. Funnily obvious. It was obvious. Yeah. And they one. were under suspicion for yeah. a very long time. The difficulty was finding enough evidence I know, that they could get to prove it. You know how we, we see this a lot in these kinds of cases where I, I, they just really wuss out on bringing charges when there's abundant evidence. No, they don't have a body yet, but it's, it, it's pretty obvious that they had done it. And there was a lot of, of evidence with the... I mean, but you're right. There wasn't a smoking yeah. gun. They couldn't yeah. prove that they put the waiters there and the hat there and uh-huh. six months later to make sure. Obviously, what they did is they did that to get the, the insurance. Yes. So you're right. They couldn't prove it, but good Lord. That, that you knew it was them was should have been incredibly clear yeah. from that point forward at least. So let's wrap up this. I got, let's wrap this up. Hopefully you, you were intrigued by the mystery... That is now no longer a mystery of the murder of Jerry Michael Williams. That was going to be the disappearance of Jerry Michael Williams, but Mm, we now have body. That's the murder. Yep. And we'll see what happens to good old. That will be interesting. We'll we'll, we'll try to update. uh, Maybe in a little quick, little weird bit or something like that, we'll update when we have some news (laughs) about Ms. Denise and what happens to her. Yep. At her trial. All right. Until then, please rate, subscribe, review, or something like that. Carrie, tell them tell them when they can. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you can find us on iTunes and every other podcast place. And weirdworldpodcast.com, Weird World Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Patreon and Weird World Pod on Twitter. Okay. Till then. Bye. Please please be weird. Bye. Uh. (laughs) You're already weird, so it's okay.